Hey guys, what's up? My name is Jay. And my name is Tim, and you're listening to the Oh My Days podcast. Uh, welcome back to a brand new episode. Um, today is another special episode. Um, we have a guest, and his name is Doikito. Yo, Doik, what's good? Yo, what's going on, man? What it do? What it do, baby? What it do, baby? Defending champs. What it do, baby? Defending champs for two years, man. Oh man, what it do? Yo, I remember when uh, when we were winning the finals, and then the new season started, and then you you said you joined like eight fantasy drafts, man. Oh, oh yeah, I was obsessed. Wait, how do you handle eight fantasies? I can only I can't even do two. <laughs> uh, it's like the Yahoo one where you just like click that set lineup auto set lineup button and it does everything Yo, for that's you for so the week. Hectic. That's so hectic. <laughs> Yo, but because you have to do eight drafts. Because you have to do like eight trades no. and eight <laughs> everything. Yeah. How do you keep up? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep track of, especially if you have like a guy that gets injured and you don't notice and he's like sitting on your bench or sitting in the Yeah, exactly, lineup. exactly. Oh, it's horrible, exactly. Man. That's that's so hard. Worse. Eight drafts. I actually, I actually knew a guy that was in seven. So, it's. Yeah. Oh yeah, but he, he, it's like, you guys really love ball, so. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Yeah. You the have problem to love is, ball. I used to play daily fantasy, but then like oh. I can't remember why uh. I stopped. So then I was so used to like betting every single day, and then uh, I, see, I went I back to Yahoo, and it's like one team for the whole season. I'm like, nah. Like got two and then four, <laughs> then all of a sudden it became eight, and then I tried to get a ninth one. It says team limit reached or something. Oh, oh my god! god. You <laughs> reached the nine. limit. <laughs> you can't get nine. <laughs> you can't get nine. Oh my god! Wow. Like no, too, this is too much fantasy, man. <laughs> so so if you weren't limited, you'd probably have like twelve. Yeah, maybe because <laughs> wait, were they all were, were they all money leagues? Mm, like half of them. Half of oh my god! Yeah, so, a couple this, are like crazy like for fun with my friends it's funny because Mm -hmm. the ones that are fun leagues with my close friends those are the most competitive because they're like all guys that like really know ball oh yeah but then the ones with like my co-workers or acquaintances these guys are like straight trash they pick like Kyrie Irving first (laughs) first (laughs) oh my god it's like easy money why Holy, that is easy. <laughs> and it's for money. Oh, it's like, oh, because I love Kyrie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like so weird. Okay. I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo. Oh my god. Remember there was one yeah, guy me? he loved uh he loved Clint Capella, took him like 18th. I was like, bruh. Oh, Clint ooh, Capella? No. Like, why? He's, he's all right, but like 18th. But why 18th? Why? That's your second pick, man. <laughs> Holy man! I I joined my first fantasy league uh this season and and basically Jay did everything for me. Yeah, I, I drafted for him. Oh really? I told him Jokic, Yo, Jokic I, right away. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, shit. Jokic is so good. Yeah, because yeah, like I I watched basketball, but I didn't like follow the whole thing. So I was like, I'm like, damn, there's too. But it makes you it makes people. you love ball even more, right? Yeah, yeah, it did. You know? I definitely yeah, like follow. So I followed the season fun. after that. Yeah. Like you appreciate them more when you see their stats. <laughs> You're like, yes, <laughs> yes, get that one more board, please. <laughs> you know, you don't even like the team. You just like that one guy. Yeah, you know? especially if you have, like, PJ Tucker, who's a total scrub. But then all of a sudden, he'll oh, get, yeah. like, 17 rebounds one game, and then he'll, like, win your fantasy week for something. Yeah. So it makes yeah. you root it's for like... shitty players that you would normally not care for, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true, eh? Like the Loki ones, the Loki ones. 
Bro, bro, it's all of a sudden, cool. like, Sacramento versus, like, Atlanta is, like, a sick game. You're, like, the cheering, jumping out of your seat. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of Ice Train, <laughs> boy. Ice Train. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had oh, him goodness. in most of my leagues. Oh, yeah? Yo, he's oh, yeah? sick. Yeah. I who who pick, did you usually pick first? I like always overall. pick players that play, like, an average of 68-plus games in, like, their history. And then I'll never oh. pick players that are, like... Um, first or second year um, so i go like oh, a more you, you conservative approach true 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 mm, okay you don't take the risk okay yes because like what happens is like you could have someone like Kyrie, who's like super sick mm-hmm. right he'll shoot like really high percentages get you points steals mm-hmm. assists threes everything but he'll play like 60 games so you're missing 22 yeah, games out of like a potential first round pick right whereas mm-hmm. i'd rather take someone like kemba walker who's not as good, yeah. but he'll play you like 78, 79 games. Yeah. So you get more actual value out of that player than having a superstar mm. who doesn't play, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, okay. But sometimes it's weird because it's like Beal, you know? It's the first time he played like pretty much the whole season last time. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, he had like 82 yeah. games out of nowhere. I was like, what? Yeah, it's just like, what? <laughs> but the yeah, other thing with weird. like Beal, he's on a shit team. So like there's no... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he's cheese for sure. Like, there's no yeah. chance they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So, like, they could shut him down at the very end of the season, which is when fantasy playoff starts, right? And that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So that's yeah, another you, thing you I definitely, try to avoid. You definitely have to join my fantasy for next year, man. Yeah, man, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, let's go. God, let's go. I'll definitely be at the bottom, boys. Trust me. <laughs> no, nah, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's a friendly league. <laughs> Yo, those are the hardest, man. I swear, the friendly yeah, leagues. I know. Yeah, I'd be the most stressful. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm in a league called Basketball Pals. And <laughs> everyone's Basketball just friends. Pals. Yeah, but like you know, everyone's everyone's so competitive. <laughs> man, oh like like one of those. Like I remember, like we went to we went to I think it was Knee's wedding. And yeah. and I didn't fucking see you all night. I was like, where the hell is Doik, man? Oh, bro, I was this outside guy, in the garden. This guy I was spent... drafting my team. <laughs> <laughs> this man was drafting his team outside the whole freaking reception. Yes. Bro, it was freezing, that, man. Yo. It was so cold. <laughs> yo, that takes priority, man. <laughs> yeah, it was like a $50 14-team league. So I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, I got a draft, right? Yeah, you have to draft. You yeah, you, you gotta put everything aside. And yeah, and well, now the season's like all messed up. So, yeah. So, like, how 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 did you handle your uh, leagues? Like, is it just like postponed, or just like you know, all the money went back or whatever? Oh, uh, what we did is whoever, because the, the leagues ended in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. whatever teams were still alive, we just took the total prize pool and divided amongst the people that were still available or still oh, in the in the, okay. in the league, right? So say one league we had four guys, so we split it. Everyone got like a hundred and thirty-seven fifty or some weird number like that. Oh, true. Oh, okay, so we just divided it. Yeah. So, okay. Which kind of sucks because I was like number one seed in like so many of my leagues so I was ah, so pissed oh jeez you're flexing and you had the yeah. excel sheets out too <laughs> 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 the excel sheet you already know if you if you play fantasy right? <laughs> yeah man DraftKings all out. those like analytic <laughs> websites that shit helps <laughs> Get, give you the little advantage over there 
Yeah, yo, I miss yeah, ball man. so much now. Bro, I know, yo, it feels it oh feels so weird god. without watching ball every week, man. Like I, I know. know, I know. Oh my god! Like, Especially since the last match like, came out. UFC. Do you watch UFC? I was like, wow, sports yeah, for yeah. the first time in like forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This the uh, Nagano fight and everything. Oh, dude, Where that knockout can? was nasty, man. That guy's oh, that a beast. Nasty. And it was so weird because there's no crowd. But apparently, yeah. after that event. Um, two cameramen got infected. Oh shit! What? Positive. Oh shit! Yeah, and like some other. Are you guy serious? The Souza, I think. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know about, you know, but it was still a sick event. <laughs> it's still sick. Yeah. So what yeah. did they do? Did they test all the cameramen and staff for Corona? Pretty much I'm everyone pretty in sure, the event was sure, tested. Yeah. yeah. They have to. Everyone in the event was tested after. And yeah, the two cameramen were positive, and like one other guy. Wow, so, that's geez, messed up. Cameramen, I hope it's not you, Doik. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm staring at my camera all day. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Yo, for those of you, for those of you who don't already know, uh, Doik is actually a YouTuber. Uh, he makes like weekly <sighs> content about like self improvement challenges and like health and fitness and like other things. Um, like, I know you actually started making videos consistently for, like, what, like, maybe, like, half a year, probably, right? Um, or like since last June. Oh, so, okay, so, last... so almost a year, almost a year. Yeah, well, it's actually been a year and a half since I started, but I privated some of the early videos because they're just, like, complete garbage. Oh, that's, it was okay, like, okay, true. Mm. Yeah, it was six months of, like, training where I would just talk to the camera Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just ramble on for the my goal was to talk for 10 minutes without saying um or uh or yo like, that's the hardest though just, that's yeah. the hardest yeah it's that's hard right because you're not talking you're not conversing with someone so mm. you're having an co- internal conversation with yourself to a machine and it's like kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. right yeah so yeah. like i'm trying to find a way to get comfortable and to be able to keep the flow of the conversation going so i practiced for like i think there was 12 videos that i had Mm-hmm. And I unlisted them all because it was me talking about nonsense. But those were like my training videos until I was comfortable with like creating an actual video. Yeah. Oh, damn. Mm. Well, you know me. Like I, I used to do vlogs, actually, if you guys remember. Yeah, man. You still watch the channel with Amy? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I did it. And um, I, the, honestly, the reason why I started is just to be able to look back in the past at what I did. Because honestly, I, I feel like I have a bad habit of like constantly forgetting um like moments to be like honest forgetting what like oh like things in the past yeah it's like it's like i i won't remember what happened unless somebody brings it up and then i'll start remembering but like mm. i'd rather be able to just look back at those memories myself without having something click for me you know what i mean i don't know so oh, okay i see what you're so saying. and like i wanted to publicize it just because like i don't know maybe like somebody's interested in it or whatever um yeah but like yeah that's why i started doing it and i it was the same thing it was so awkward like um filming myself in public and just like it's just yeah, it's the screen hard, is just my face and that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not easy how, it's not easy how long did it take for you for you guys to get used to it like are you still not used to it or like um, is it like uh, I th- i'm 100 percent used to it to filming indoors outdoors mm-hmm. i'm still a little apprehensive about like my surroundings oh. and people looking at me and, oh yeah mm, like okay. i'm still a little iffy about that stuff but you, i know i shouldn't mm-hmm. care like yeah who cares right but 
yeah. it still bothers me to a certain extent. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I'm not fully comfortable with that yeah. yet. Bro, I feel you, man. Like uh, I was, I was still the same way. Like even if I were vlogging and like uh, like I don't know, like a restaurant or something. Cause Jay, you were in one of those vlogs at the restaurant for Cosmo. Yeah, I was in a vlog. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah. I, gotcha. I was yeah. just like, I was like, ah, good thing we're sitting like in the corner on the side and shit. In the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody's seeing me vlog. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though. It was fun. No, it was fun. Like I love, I love making it, man. And it's just like the process of looking back throughout your week, at least, at least for like a vlog, and just seeing like everything. You yeah. Mm-hmm. And like all the people you talk to, I think it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like like, like I actually watched every single one of your videos. Um, I think there's, oh, did there's you? super. Yo, the production is frig is fire, man. The production is sick. Yeah. Did you see the, I watched the, the, uh, the shower one too. Yeah. Do you see the progression the, though of like the quality? Oh yeah, hundred how... mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. So what I did was when I released that first video of like the weight loss one, that was months and months of planning mm-hmm. and counting my food and my calories and my weight. Like there was tons of pre-production that went into that video. Mm-hmm. And what happened is when I posted it, I spent so much time on it that it, I felt like it was like a perfect video, like maybe ninety-nine percent of my ability. Mm-hmm. But the problem is at the time. 99% of my current ability is like nothing like now right but at the time that's the best that I could do oh yeah of course. so what I did was I tried to make sure that I stay consistent by posting every week because that's every youtuber's problem right it's like they forget to post or they let one week go by they let two in a month and then all of a sudden they stop posting and their channel is dead mm-hmm. so I wanted to try mm-hmm. staying with the weekly uploads but my goal was every single week improve something small if it's a thumbnail the title keywords sound design audio I'm going from a, what would I use? I used my Pixel phone, Pixel One, yeah. the very first video I think, mm. and then it was like up to a GoPro, and then a Panasonic, and then a Sony. So I like every week I would try to upgrade something small, but just do it progressively over time instead of trying to do everything all at once. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's got to this point now. Yeah. Like so, like you're, you're like um, I mentioned. I mean, you mentioned the, all this like different like hardware upgrades and stuff, but like. What's the importance of the hardware compared to what you're actually trying to post? Um, like, whether it be like... Like hardware actual- compared to content? Yeah, yeah. Well, in my opinion, content is always way more important than your hardware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that channel, the Hodge Twins? I think? Yeah, I know the Those Hodge two, Twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think they still post in 720p with, like, their shitty self. Wait. Oh. And it's been, like, how many years have... They probably have millions of subscribers, right? But it's because mm-hmm. their content is so good that it doesn't matter that mm-hmm. it's in 720p, right? Because there's that old saying in YouTube where content is king, right? Yeah, for sure. So that's the most important thing first is your content, which is where I spend like all my time is working on my content. And then secondly, I slowly, week by week, try to improve the hardware and try to improve the other things. Yeah, there's like... There's like big YouTubers like you know David Dobrik who gets like 10 million at least per oh, oh, yeah. and and Crazy he and, and he records on like a, a, a like a point and shoot I swear, like you know what I mean Yeah exactly mm. So it's 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 pretty crazy like I feel like a lot of people they get too overwhelmed like oh if I don't have um like a, a really good camera I shouldn't start YouTube or whatever but um I know I I think I think if you want to get to creating something like such as yourself, like like just make it right, like yeah, um, whether it be mm-hmm. from the, your Pixel One or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. The best is just you just gotta start. That like that's the most important thing. It could be like this podcast right here. 
Mm-hmm. Like you guys would never be where you are right now if you never started with episode one. Exactly. Right? And yeah. then just over time, it just gets better, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, like I know that there's like a lot of people, like who probably have like these small passions to get started and. You know, there's a lot of people in the world that find their passions early in life and people that are still looking for it. Um, you actually made a video that about like you finding your passion for like video making. Um, but like what 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 clicked in your head that drove your passion for filmmaking and like how did you get into it? Oh, this is actually like an interesting story. If you were to look on like one of those social media stat um, stat pages or whatever yeah and you see the channel name doikido that's my channel now mm-hmm. and it was created in 2007 yeah and ever since 2007 i always wanted to be like a youtuber i always did for like so long i posted basketball videos of like me and my friends for like i don't know months in the beginning and then no one would watch it and i get upset and i delete them <laughs> and then i was <laughs> and then i posted <laughs> poker content like when i was playing for oh, all damn. those years and the yeah. same thing no one would watch it i get upset delete it and it was this cycle of i just kept moving from niche to niche and i was on video games i was playing i don't know hearthstone and all this other shit I had so much different types of content and it wasn't until i went to tiff buffer festival in downtown toronto last year that i saw the short film documentaries because one of my friends entered um in the category of short films oh nice and i actually saw like oh, yeah how people made these like eight minute documentaries and like the style of shooting and like the talking head and then like there'd be like b-roll and music and i never knew that you could make like a youtube video like that i always thought like youtube videos were like a vlog or someone doing a let's play whatever video game or whatever right yeah but it wasn't until i saw what actual videography was last year at buffer and then i was like wow like this is exactly what i want to do and that's how i got into like mirrorless cameras Oh. was because of Buffer. Mm. Yeah. Damn. And it's actually interesting because Buffer just announced um, their dates for 2020, and it's August 27th to August 30th. And the re- this is like the one of the behind-the-scenes reasons why I've been working so hard on my production value mm-hmm. of my YouTube videos is because I want to submit to Buffer. So oh, okay. this year I'm working on a short film um, by myself where – I'm going to submit it into the short film documentary category and hopefully get selected because that was like my inspiration from last year. And I'm going to try to make it go full circle and see if I can be a content mm, creator circle, this year. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. That's so sick, man. Like, uh, I really hope you make it. Cause I think your production is actually really good to be honest. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And Cause that's the thing with like, if you want to get into like documentary style stuff, then the quality of your content and the production value it matters oh, like yeah, if you just sure. want to do daily vlogging then okay just pick up a canon uh, g7x and you're good to go right that's all you need but because of the niche and the style of videos that i wanted to pursue i had to reach a certain level of production value and quality where it needs to stand out or else no one's going to want to watch it right because that's the niche that i picked oh okay i see i see like what what like you said you want to submit like what kind of documentary were you thinking of making okay i'll give you the i'll give you the title of it it's called um uh, Ooh, sneak simple peek, life or simple living i'm not sure it's either gonna be called simple living or simple life it's basically like a culmination of all the self-improvement videos that i've done on my youtube channel with like 
cold showers, intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. uh, meditation, all these things that improve your lifestyle. And I'm going to sum it all up into one short documentary, kind of like about myself using the same style of video and talk about like the things that I've learned and the things that I've benefited through practicing all these weird things that normal people don't do, right? Because like who does fasting and like meditation and cold meditation. showers? Like no one. Like that's like such a bizarre mm-hmm. thing to do, right? Yeah. It's like a fringe topic to like talk about. But there's all these weird things that I've like been working on myself behind the scenes and we're going to try to like incorporate them all into one giant documentary. And I think that will be interesting. Oh, that sounds that actually sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I was watching your cold shower one and I'm yeah. like Yo. Who takes cold showers for three years? I still I'm do like, it what? now. Now I'm like, yo, should I try this? <laughs> should I try this? <laughs> you know? It's it's the little things, but man, yeah, like like the little things that I guess I can improve your life. I, I, I like seeing that. Yeah. You know, from other people. Like how just you know, meditation is one that mm-hmm. I started practicing again. Oh, you did? Okay, right. that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I used to do it before, like, on the daily, like, five minutes, ten minutes, and moving up to 30 minutes. Yeah. But, you know, I stopped, and then I started again because I I watched some um, show on Netflix. Do you know Midnight Gospel? No. Midnight oh. Gospel. I think you should watch it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Put it on my list? Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's like an animated podcast kind of thing animated but, podcast okay that sounds yeah but they really they talk about life and like death and you know they incorporate like meditation and how like fear of death you shouldn't really like fear it kind of thing yeah but yeah it's you know i like seeing that sort of thing you know yeah i'll check it out sounds pretty dope <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Sounds right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, these videos that you make are actually like crazy. Like, how, how did you actually move from like? Because I know the first few videos, even like you said, like it was all fitness stuff. Like, whether it be like diets or like actual exercises and stuff. But like, how'd you move from that to like the whole self improvement and all these challenges type videos? Like, well, what, what the what, fitness what, yeah. knowledge I had from like years of, well, not years, maybe three years of training because what happened is i'll give you the backstory so i went to the gym like i think it was like five years ago with a bunch of my friends and then they went to go bench press right and then one guy puts on 245s um on each side so that's like what 135 you know he does a bunch of reps yeah and then my second friend who's like maybe what four inches shorter than me he puts on like 35s so that's 115 and he does like i don't know 10 reps and then me it's like my first time ever bench pressing in my life like i've never benched before right yeah so i put on i put on the 35s just like him right because i'm like i'm four inches taller than you i should be able to do this and they're like oh you should warm up with the 25s i'm like 25s mm-hmm. that's like 95 pounds like i'm five foot ten and i weigh 170 I, I can bench press 95 pounds yeah right so like no no trust me just do it a warm up <laughs> so i listen i unrack the weight it gets stuck on my chest and I can't even do one rep. Yeah. And they're all like laughing mm-hmm. at me and shit. And it was like, it's, it was like funny, right? Cause I was so weak, mm-hmm. but I, I got so upset, not at them, but at the fact that I was so like terrible at something. And so that like motivated me to get into fitness. So behind the scenes, I started going to the mm-hmm. gym 
and then like I'm like a fanatic with consuming information when it comes to new things that I like so I'm reading like all these scientific papers on lifting and like muscle hypertrophy and progression and all these different type of things to build muscle and build endurance and I just became obsessed with fitness so when I started the YouTube content I already had that foundation of information underneath my belt from years of like just absorbing all that like data right yeah but I realized that I wasn't like passionate passionate about fitness in terms of like the video stuff and that was around the time when i found like buffer and went to buffer right and i was like okay i don't want to do fitness videos i want to do documentary style videos and so that's how it slowly shifted into like doing self-improvement and it was the same thing with fitness i went on like uh reddit um what do you call it reddit subreddit it's the subreddit of self-improvement and I just started reading everything, consuming everything, like meditation, like cold showers, intermittent fasting, black coffee, calories. I just kept consuming all this information until I got that foundation of knowledge until I was comfortable to start making content on cold showers, to start making intermittent fasting videos, right? And that's how, like, the progression started from there. So it was, like, gathering the information behind the scenes that was, that's, was like, happened beforehand before I made the videos. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but that's just like, how it mm. played out. Damn. So like, do these um, so these challenges that like you set for yourself, right? Um, yeah. So like the the yoga, I, I see that you did yoga for like every oh, day. Oh, that, like, <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. That was like horrible. So, oh so my god. You don't do that anymore, right? <laughs> no, I failed. I failed that challenge. I wasn't able to mm-hmm. do it. I think I I pieced after like the last three days or something. I just gave mm. up. I'm like, this is way too hard. I can't do this. I don't know why. Would you would you didn't. ever like like uh, try it again? Like, would you ever like, incorporate that into your life again? Doing it daily, not daily, but like I guess as a routine. Like, because right now your... I do it monthly. I think okay, because okay. the yoga that I enjoy is the hot yoga. Because I go to like oh, Good yeah. Life or whatever one of those places, and they would have the hot yoga classes, and then you feel amazing. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, it feels so good. But, like, the regular yoga class or, like, me just stretching in my living room, it's just, like, um, I don't know. <laughs> something about it, it didn't, it didn't resonate well with me. I just didn't really enjoy it. It was really, like, painful. I think it's because my I'm always busy in my brain. My brain is always thinking. I'm always thinking of new things that I want to do. I can't, I'm, like, an action junkie, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't mm-hmm. stop and sit and just be, like, stretch your groin. Like, touch your toes like it's i'd rather just <laughs> grab some dumbbells and like lift some weight right true 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 mm-hmm. so that's why so like have like, you oh. ever explored anything like i know there's like dynamic yoga and stuff like there's different types of yoga right yeah there's a lot of different variations um mm-hmm. of yoga but i haven't really got into it also because like the my plan for that video was to do some yoga at home and then i was gonna go do a few classes and mm-hmm. then, they, you know, try, like, the, there's cold yoga, there's, like, the hot, and there's different kinds, right? But because of the yeah. pandemic, corona stuff, I couldn't go because all the yoga classes were canceled. So then I was stuck at mm-hmm. doing yoga in my living room for 30 days. And I was like, fuck this, man. This is bullshit. <laughs> I hate this. Like, I'm miserable. Oh, my gosh. Bro. A- it's such a pain. Amy always wants me to do yoga with her. Really? <laughs> all the Every single time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
And I'm like, damn. Like, where though? Like, like in a class? Like just or just, just like at, at home? home yoga stuff. Like, we just follow, like, some oh. YouTube person or whatever. But it's actually hard. Like, I actually sweat doing yoga. I'm not going to lie. It's hard, man. It's, it's not easy. It's man. hard. Like, and like, I have no flexibility, man. And, like, they, they ask you to hold these, like, hard-ass poses for, like, a minute. And I'm dying. Minute. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, like... In the future, if when I have more time and freedom, I definitely will go and try hot yoga again. But mm. the way that I enjoy working out so much that I would much, much rather just lift weights or run in the mm, treadmill yeah. or do whatever instead of spending that time on uh, regular yoga. Because the other thing, too, is I do so much stuff. Like, I'm so time restrictive with, like, my free time. It's hard for me to do something like that to fit into my schedule because it's so hectic. Yeah. Mm-hmm and like especially now that you have like a daughter so like by the way i haven't even said congrats on oh, that yeah. yet man hey. you know, congrats on your on thanks oh, bro shit. on tiffany man that's sick yeah she had a dutty diaper <laughs> a dutty diaper man Would you, have, have you been changing the diapers or is it just tina doing that yeah no that's my job oh really i'm the, I'm the diaper changer yeah like she took a diarrhea in the palm of my hand like, <laughs> it was horrible man. <laughs> i was like what Bruh, I remember, um, I remember, uh, so I have, uh, I have three nieces, but they're all the way back in Indonesia with my, that's where my sister lives. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So like, I remember like I visited, well, one time was like seven years ago or whatever. Um, when my first niece was born, um, and I was visiting and, uh, I was with my, my brother-in-law and he, it was going to be his first time changing the diaper and I was with him. Yeah. And bro, he's just, he opened the diaper. He's like, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> he's like, this is so fucking, oh, this is so gross. Yeah, it's, you, you learn quick, Yo, man. This man used like a whole, like a whole, like um package of wet naps. Like all, every <laughs> single like uh, nap. He used the whole thing? He used the whole oh, thing. Oh my God. Because <laughs> he was God. so disgusted. <laughs> bro, that's brutal. Bro. Oh my gosh. That's why I don't want kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> This is the one kids. Wait, so is is this your first kid or? Uh, yeah, first. A... Oh, it's your first kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's her first. Oh, okay. How's it? How's it? So how's how's it been? Yeah. How's, how's life with uh, your first kid, man? Well, at first it was a little tough because like she would wake up every three hours or two to three hours, so like you can never get like a full, like six to eight hours sleep because she's just constantly waking up, right? And mm-hmm. so I. I took like parental leave or pat leave or whatever. Yeah. So like we both were on leave so I could help Tina out for the first five weeks. But that was okay. But after that, um, if one of you like doesn't take the full year and a half, like I don't know how people do it, man. Like you need a full time parent to take care oh, of yeah, the 100%. child. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like I told sure. Tina, like she's going to take 18 months, like take the whole 18 months, like and I'll just keep working. Because it's crazy, even if you have to find, what, daycare? Like, who are you going to find? This is so expensive, right? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, 100%. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's also part of the reason why, like, I wanted to get my YouTube entrepreneurial stuff going, too, is also because of, of Tiffany, right? Because, like, maybe I won't have to work as much at my regular job, and then I could be home more. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Th- that's, like... It's, like, extra motivation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and th- that's the beauty of, like, being a creator, right? Like, you, you get to set, like, when you want to work or when you want to do things. Like, your own schedule kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And I lived like that for years before. And it wasn't until like recently when I started working because, you know, the whole poker thing, right? That was like mm -hmm. eight years of not working a normal job. So I've been used to that whole lifestyle of kind of working on your own. Jeez. And okay. now that I went and got a normal job, now I'm like, oh, I miss it. I miss it so much. I can't stand <laughs> like the thing that I always remember is I would rather work 80 hours a week for my dream than to work 40 hours a week for someone else's dream. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, sticks true. in my head. Yeah. Like, all the time I think about that. Whenever I'm, like, at work delivering these boxes, like, I tell people, like, I'm a struggling YouTuber that has 200 subscribers. I'm an unemployed freelance videographer. I'm a retired poker player. I'm all these failed things. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm just a delivery courier, like, which is nothing. Anyone can do that, right? So, like, when I think about what I'm doing, I'm, like... It, it like kills me it like kills me deep down in my soul i'm like i'm working 40 hours a week for some dude in memphis's dream company like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah why would i want to do yeah. this right yeah it just like eats me inside it's horrible and i i feel like yeah. i feel like that's a lot of people in the world actually they're just like stuck and yeah. they're stuck in these jobs and they sort of don't have a choice because they they need it to survive you know what i mean um yeah exactly right and it, and it's, it's especially Especially for people like me who, like, I dropped out of university to mm -hmm. pursue my first dream when I was, like, 19, right? Yeah. And then I paid mm -hmm. the price for that eight years later when I had to enter the workforce at 27, and I had zero work experience. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do, right? Like, I had no degree. I had, like, um, no post-secondary education, nothing. I just had a high school diploma, right? So what can you do? Yeah. Like, nothing. So, like, for me, it's, it's hard, right? But because I tried to follow my first dream when I was so young, now I'm paying the price for it. So I have to work like twice as hard to get back to like my new dream mm. that I'm pursuing now, right? Mm. It's just a tough journey, right? It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. never easy. Yeah. Like honestly, like I, so, I, I I never knew that you did the whole poker thing as like your main thing actually. Like how Oh no, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know. I knew you were I knew you liked fucking poker. <laughs> I didn't know like poker was was how you lived. Like that's crazy, bro. Cuz I don't know anybody who does that. You know what I mean? Like how like it must have been crazy like being a yeah the story the story behind it is is pretty mess because i was like a second year at ryerson doing computer science mm -hmm. and then that mm -hmm. summer <clears throat> after first year i was working at like where was i working rona or home depot rona rona one of those like hardware stores right, right? and so normally you would work like 40 hours a week through the summer to help you know get money for your tuition of course yeah so instead like i was just playing poker for fun and like, again i'm like a i'm like a junkie like i bought like 12 different poker books and i was just consuming information like a maniac and just playing all day all night and like all my rona money i would get my paycheck deposit on a poker website lose it all Jeez. go back to work get another paycheck deposit all of it lose every dollar and then one day Damn. right before summer i broke even where like i had this stretch where i had like three hundred dollars in my bank account like not my bank account my poker account yeah and then i had three hundred dollars like three months later and i was like oh shit i'm not losing anymore and then okay so what did i do to go from a losing player to a break even and then i figured out how to go from a break even to a winning player and then that's when i decided okay i'm just gonna give this poker thing a shot during summer so the two month summer i just played like 80 hours a week 80 oh, 90 hours a week shit. like oh wow poker. like 10 10 to 12 hours all day wow, every day wow. that's like all i did 
And then in that summer, I made enough money to pay for all my tuition and everything. Wow. What so the fuck? Like, wow. Because crazy. At, at that time, it's it's all in USD, right? So when you convert oh, okay. 1,000 USD, you get like 1,350 Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's back. It's actually back to that now. That's what it's around right now. It's really good. But back then, it was like amazing, right? And this is like 2000, um, 2000, I don't even know, three? Were you a Tina back then? 2004? Um, not yet. No, oh. not yet. I met her a couple years after. Okay. It was just me by myself. Okay, okay. And then that's when, like, I quit university. And then, like, parents hated me. My mom cried. Like, freaking dad throwing shit. Like, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, the worst thing ever. And then, like, they pressured me to go back to school and get a job by charging me, like, all this rent. They're like, okay, you got to pay rent now if you're going to live at home and play. I'm like, okay. They're like, okay, you got to pay for internet. You got to pay for utilities. And I'm just like, okay, here's the money. Okay, here's the money. And then, like, all of a sudden, a couple months turned into a couple years. And I just kept having enough money to pay, you know, pay all these bills to them. And they're like, what the hell is going on? You can actually afford all this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing all right. And then it ended up being, like, eight years, I think. That's that's crazy. That's a long time to play <clears throat> poker. Damn. Yeah, Jeez. I played in the World Series in two thousand and eight. Oh, seven. oh, how'd that go? How'd that yeah, go? That was how'd that go? That was fucked. I got interrogated at the border. What? Because what? yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Wait, why? Because you the buy-in is ten k U.S. Right. Okay. So you're supposed to get a cashier's check, and then bring oh. it over. And I got sponsored by Poker Stars. And so they sent me the money, wow. but I'm like, I'm really young and I don't, I don't know anything. Right. So what I did is I went to the bank and I withdrew it in cash and I put it in like a bag. Oh, and oh I, went on, <laughs> I went on the plane with like a duffel bag full of US, USD cash. <laughs> yeah. So I got interrogated and this Tina was with me. What we did is we had, we split it up. I gave her like 7k and then I took like whatever remaining yeah and then we tried to go through individually and then they caught us and they opened up all our luggage and they were like asking if we were money laundering or something true like oh i was really fucked up and i'm like no man i'm a professional poker player i'm here to play in the world series of poker what the fuck is this stupid kid right <laughs> oh my god oh my yeah god, dude, it was wild, dude i never knew you were that deep into poker that's insane yeah, it was that like that true. for years, man. Bro, but it's cool like, how you—it's cool how you got sponsors, though. Yeah, the Pokestars. Yeah, crazy. it was sick. They like—they gave me all this like clothes and hats, and they paid for the hotel, they paid for the flight, and they paid for half of the entry fee, I think. Wow. I think they paid for half, Damn. so I had to put up the other half. Damn. So you're probably like top yeah. tier, like uh, a in the league or like whatever. I don't know how it works. Well. To be to be honest, I wasn't that good. Like I'm not a good poker player, mm-hmm. but like I'm such an action junkie and I have such determination and like work ethic that I used to have what did I have two or three computer monitors, and what I would do is I would play like 24 tables all at the same time. What the fuck? And <laughs> yeah, but it's because like say we played poker, right? Yeah. Like one on one my skill level is only slightly better than yours. I'm not like an amazing poker player. I'm just slightly better than the average player. So like my win rate 
to beat you per hour is very low, right? Oh. So what I did is by adding multiple tables, my small win rate multiplied by 24 in the long run equals a lot of money, right? Because oh. it doesn't matter if I'm such a, I'm a, I'm a super small winner. Like I'm barely beating the game, but I'm playing so many games at once that it's like when it culminates all into one, like one session and thousands and thousands of hands, the amount of money you make, it actually is significant. Oh, so, like, so that's how it like got started. So, so you, you, so you never had like big buy-ins. You always had like small, but like large quantity. I mean like large, like a lot of tables. So that's how you'd play. Yeah. So I'd play like 24 tables and each one would only be like a hundred bucks. It wouldn't be like thousands of dollars. It's like oh. 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Okay. It'd be like small amounts of money. But like when you're winning a dollar here, $2 there, 75 And like over time, and you're playing like 8,000 hands a day, 12,000 hands a day, it just like all those quarters and dollars, it adds up to like a significant amount of money. So it wasn't that I was a good player. It was like I had such crazy work ethic and drive that I could grind out my small win to like a decent mm. wage for like to live for eight years. Yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of yeah. fucked up because it kind of. Okay, so now me I see why you're in for, eight. Like, when I had to get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's one of those. Jay was just saying like, and now it makes sense that you were in eight fantasy leagues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see what I mean? It's like I'm a I'm a junkie. Like I'm an action junkie. Like I can't mm-hmm. I can't just chill with one. I can't just make like a regular YouTube video. I have to just like, I get obsessed and I just keep going to the next level. Like it's mm-hmm. it's kind of bad. That's why I'm so scared of like hardcore drugs. Because I know I have that personality, which like if I tried methamphetamines or cocaine or something, it would destroy me. Because how my personality is, uh, true, like, it'd be horrible. But you tried shrooms before, no? But it's a good. No. Oh, I, I s- want to. I swear I you did. <laughs> I swear. No, I was supposed to with uh, Andrew, but it, it didn't work out. Oh damn! Yeah, because I remember we were talking maybe, about maybe it, and I was year. down, and you were down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm always down. <laughs> Maybe when uh, social distancing ends. Yeah, Jay, Jay, Jay will try it with it. Jay will try it too. Yeah, I'd be sold out. Okay, so how about we all try it and then we do a podcast? Yo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> the middle of a forest oh, or something. That, that's, <laughs> yo, you know what, that's gonna be a wild part. You know what would be sick if like we had it and then we all had like lapels on our shirts and it was just recording us while we're walking through the city or some shit on shrooms and stuff. <laughs> oh bro that'd be crazy that'd be, that'd be well i have all the gear i have a bunch of gear that we you can attach like a gopro to your forehead or something and <laughs> oh yeah record us <laughs> yo yeah that would be so funny I, be I remember steven talking about it he, he just got all it's, it's like he freaking found nirvana or something man or like yeah it was wild he man. reached enlightenment man yeah i swear everyone that i know that has tried shrooms has had like epiphanies <laughs> yeah crazy right you know uh like yeah i don't know anyone that has a bad has had a bad trip yeah it's, and i never it's hear about crazy. like someone being addicted to shrooms we're like oh i have to eat seven sessions of shrooms <laughs> today. you know what i mean like it yeah, doesn't need, it doesn't work like that dose. with shrooms right yeah i need a mushroom <laughs> with each meal i have <laughs> it's, it's part of the veggies it's part of the veggies <laughs> it's part oh of my, my vegan God. diet <laughs> <laughs> well that'd be a tough challenge going vegan for 30 days that'd be hard oh would you try that uh, i don't know that'd be tough are you man. a meat lover uh yeah unfortunately I guess. <laughs> mm, yeah me too uh, yeah you know same, it's like same, same. growing rough. up in an asian household i i, I just can't yeah you know. same here it's yeah 
<laughs> Yo, meat, rice, and <laughs> random green vegetable. Doik, I know you're half Japanese, but what's your other half actually? Uh, the other half is two quarters. It's like Italian and Austrian. So it's oh. like all the nations of the World War Two axis. <laughs> so like all the bad cities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. Just in one body. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh That's so funny. Yeah, because I was wondering where the Bearsy was, what the Bearsy was from. Yeah, that's the twenty five percent Italian. Because I think you're supposed to say it like, Biarzi or something. BRC? Like it's like oh, super okay. Italian. Oh. Yeah, but I'm just like, Bearsy. Like I'm lazy. I'm just I don't know. I have no. Pride. <laughs> you, don't, you don't correct people. It's Biarzi. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's weird because I don't I don't associate with any like ethnicity. I always have like had that problem. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Up. You know how like people will be like, you know, my Filipino brothers or like whatever, right? You know what I mean? Like everyone has like mm-hmm. their that type of like countrymen or like group, but I had mm-hmm. like nothing because like what am I, Canadian, or yeah. am I Asian or am I European? Like I, it did it, like was weird, right? It felt awkward. Damn. So I never had like that national pride of being like, no, you said my name wrong. That's not how like Italians do it because I never felt <laughs> Italian. But I never felt mm. Japanese and I never felt Austrian. So, like, it, I was, like, in a weird spot. W- were you, like, one of those people that, like, were lost with their self-identity type situations? Or were you just, like, oh, like, I don't really care. Like, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess so. I'm not sure. Like, when I when I grew up, I played ball with all the black guys. I chilled with all the Filipino guys. And, like, I partied with all the weird white guys. It was, like, <laughs> a weird, like, blend of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of just, like, worked out that way. Damn. But at the same time, that's a good thing because you don't really, you know, associate or need to associate with like, right? It's just like you're, you're a guy. <laughs> you're a yeah, I know. That's yeah. why when I see like racism stuff, it it drives me crazy because like I've hung out with like all different types of people, and it, at the end of the day, everyone is pretty much the same. They just oh, yeah. eat different so, yeah. food and watch different yeah. shows. Like, but er- underneath it all, we're all like pretty much the same. We're, yeah, I'm just like we're wow, just... like the racism stuff drives me nuts, man. When I hear yeah, about that like, shit, like when like, I in see the racism, I'm like, brutal, man. Yeah, like I don't how how could someone be ra- like hate towards a certain ethnicity without even knowing that person, right? It's yeah, just, just because they have more melanin or whatever in their skin, like yeah. okay, like that doesn't like, make any sense. That doesn't make any difference. Weird. Yeah, it, like drives me nuts. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. It's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, like race, like racism. I'm just surprised that it's 2020 and you still see it so much. Like you, you still know see what it. I mean? Yeah, yeah it's like, rough, man. Like, like on on the news, you see like um, well, not on the news, but on social media, like that old Asian lady that got kicked in the face by these two black teenagers. Oh my god! Bro, Have so you seen so that bad. video? No, I heard about it. Yeah, so yeah. so this guy just oh jump kicked her right in the face, and this grandma's like eighty years old, and she's just at a bus stop waiting. You know what I mean? That's so. Bad. And she looks so scared. And she looked oh so scared, God. yeah. And then like the the other guy in uh, Georgia that got murdered by some white man and his and his son, and he was just jogging in the neighborhood. Oh, oh, Ahmad Arbery. Yeah, 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 Arbery or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, and that apparently rough. that happened three months ago. It did. They, yeah, they didn't. So I'm like, they, I thought it was a recent thing. Yeah, like they didn't do anything. They didn't arrest they the didn't murderers until people found out about it. Is what happened. Oh, so wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's have, brutal, have you, man. Have you ever experienced, like, racism or, like, any racist remarks towards you or Me? anything? Yeah, both of you guys. Uh... <laughs> My friends call me a wop nip sometimes. <laughs> Wait, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that? What's that? A, a, a wop nip? We are like what? An Italian. Like a, a wop is like an Italian, right? And the nip is like oh. nippon, like Japanese. Slang. Oh, oh my god, I honestly okay. never heard of that so in my life. They kind of mixed it. Yeah. They oh, really? No, I never. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't know. I didn't know people call Italians wops. Like what? Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know. Did yeah, you know, Jay? Yeah. What is, what's a wop? Like a wop. Yeah, a wop is, that... is like derogatory for an Italian. Wow. The more oh, you man. know, the more you know. Oh no. The more you know. <laughs> but you's, you've never heard anything like that from like a total stranger or anything. Um, a Jamaican guy cussed me out a couple of weeks ago when I was at work, but it was like <laughs> just in his own language. <laughs> Okay. Oh, true. <laughs> and I didn't understand what he said, so then I went back to all like my friends. Like I work with like a bunch of J- um, Jamaican guys at work, and I asked them like, mm-hmm. "This guy called me this. What does this mean?" And he called me like a blood clot youth or something. And I was like, "What is that?" And they're like, "Oh, you're uh, a bloody maxi pad boy." <laughs> I was like, oh. Whoa. Yeah. I was like, "What? That's what it translates into?" I was like, "Holy oh, shit." <laughs> Stop. Oh my god, bro! I was dying, man. I'm like, that's the most hilarious thing I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, dude. That's it's like a bloody maxi pad boy. Like, what? Like people? Like I've heard, I heard, I've heard that term before. Oh really? Used. But I've never, I never knew what like it was. Like a ute? Yeah, a yeah. blood clot ute. Yeah, yeah, blood clot ute. I was like, what? I was so confused. I'm like smiling. Okay, I have no idea what you said, man. That's cool. <laughs> Man, like I remember, um, I went to this one like you know how sometimes you you could you have to pick up your packages at like a convenience store if you miss like if you don't accept it at the door or something like I don't know. Oh, they leave that door yeah. knocker thing. Yeah. So like so like I yeah, it told me to pick it up at this one I don't know this one like convenience store looking place. So I went there, and the owner was just like some Chinese guy, and then I'm like oh like hey like here's my slip I'm just want I just want to pick up my package. And he talked to me, and it was in a Jamaican accent. And I was like, I was like, wait, I'm like, are you Jamaican? And because he 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 just looked full Chinese. He's like, yeah, yeah, like I like, like uh, I grew up there. There's actually like a bunch of Chinese people that that grow up in Jamaica. And I was like, oh, that's like, oh, really? I was like, wh- oh, I was like, what the cool. hell? Are you serious? That's cool. That's crazy. That's actually sick. Yeah, the more you know, man. The more you know. The more you know about this world, honestly. Damn, that's crazy. That's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was like oh pretty gosh. ghetto Jamaican too. And I was like, whoa, this is fucking weird. It's kind of cool to see. It's kind of, it's kind of cool to see though. It is. You know? It is. It is. Yo, Jamaican guys are funny, man. These guys are hilarious. <laughs> like the jokes these guys got. Oh, it's the best. Yo, it's so. Ch- <laughs> Have you guys been to Jamaica before? Nah, nah. I I I went to Jamaica, but it was for a cruise, so like I I was the only there for a day, you know, like like a a day trip, I guess. A day trip. But yo, it's so chill, yeah. man. They're all just. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're all like high as fuck though. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, man. <laughs> they were all just chilling. Like it felt like everyone there is just on vacation. You know what I mean? It's so sick. Yeah, <laughs> it's I love the best to go one day. day. 
yeah <laughs> just no. to check it out yeah it's, it's pretty nice if corona ever ends though i don't even know like when are we gonna when are we gonna be able to travel like yeah this year next year yeah. next year so like like apparently like, would you feel confident to go on a plane right now because i know oh. i wouldn't yo uh, when i was coming back in march like middle of march from netherlands oh my god the scariest thing of my life because you came back right oh, before really? you came because uh, jay came back right before they closed the borders to europe yeah oh my Yo. god Are oh, you oh my goodness <laughs> yeah so it was like three days before my flight going back and then i see the news and justin trudeau's like canadians you guys gotta get you guys gotta get back home now i'm like oh fuck but at the same time i'm wow. like Oh, I have three days here, yo. I should just chill. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> Might as well enjoy myself, man. right? Right? <laughs> like, my like my the, my the friend Brent that I was going, like, that I went with, like, he, he was kind of, like, anxious. Like, you could tell. But, like, at the same time, I was just like, yo, I mean, we have three days here. So Might as well make the best of it. So, but the thing is, like, the worst part was going back. Because when, when, when we landed... We were stuck in the plane for like an hour and a half so because the customs was so filled up it was scary and no one was wearing masks in the plane oh damn like only a couple other people so <laughs> everyone was, that everyone was coughing customs? yeah canadian customs so we so we were coming back from iceland because it was like a connecting flight and oh my it was just hectic throughout throughout the whole thing and so how long did it take you from you, like landing onto the landing strip to like get home? Like how long was that? Uh, two and a half hours. I guess. Oh, okay, it's not that's not yeah. too bad actually. It wasn't bad, but like the line in customs was so hectic. And then the thing is, I thought the customs were gonna be like, okay, stop, you know, like test us, but they're just like, are you sick? Oh, okay, no, okay, we go. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. Okay. Okay, might so as that's well. That's how we got okay. it. <laughs> that's in. how we got it, yeah. And the wow. thing is, in customs, there was a lot of Americans, too. So, they were just, like, oh, wearing true. shorts and shit. I'm like, do you not know where you are right now? <laughs> do you not really know where you are right now, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, wearing... Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, like, wearing cargo shorts. I'm like, you know? Jeez. But, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna nah. lift the travel ban. It's gonna be too hectic. I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah I don't I, think it's gonna. I don't a good feel idea. comfortable. Cause like even. Do you think the slow, the slow reopening is a good idea? Right now we're like slowly reopening. I don't know. I feel yeah. like that's not a good idea either. To be honest. Yeah. I don't know. Because like they they did like in Georgia they opened everything or I don't know about everything. Yo, Georgia's wild. Yeah, because yeah. like after just wild. Dude, after oh after God. after three days yeah. of reopening, they got two thousand new cases in three days. Yeah. <laughs> Holy oh my God. You know what I mean? I'm like, and oh, that was that was horrible. just like a few weeks they, ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had to close everything again. Yeah. I'm like, what, what's the point of reopening? We need like mass testing and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I think I do something. I don't even know what the answer is. It's just yeah. like too complicated. Yeah. But at this point, I'm like, honestly, I don't really care anymore. I'm like so used to <laughs> the whole quarantine thing now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm hella used to it now, to be honest. Like, not just being stuck in the house. It's just like everyone wearing masks. 
everyone's staying far away. And when I go for my runs, like you see people cross the street when I'm like, <laughs> when I'm going towards them, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, no, people literally yes. like they get off the sidewalk so they don't, they're not near you and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a different. I don't know how we're going to get back to normal. Wait, but you know. I feel like our normal is not going to be the same as how it was before. I feel like it's going to yeah. be a different type of normal. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't see how it can go back how it was like a couple months ago well like i don't know man well like if you see people in like vancouver or like florida they literally don't give a fuck they're just living it like it was before (laughs) like they're living their best i feel like it's just gonna it's (laughs) i feel like loki is just like people are just not gonna give a fuck and it's literally gonna be like the same as before yeah (laughs) and those people is what is what's gonna drag this whole like pandemic on and on oh and on yeah and on. Like, it's just gonna yeah. get dragged out right because of all these people that don't yeah. stay inside they don't follow social distancing yeah so it's like shit man yeah. it's gonna be like this for a while yeah <laughs> has like has the quarantine affected like your like videos and your content because i know most of the stuff that you do is like you could just do it at home or whatever uh, yeah, it, it did affect me a bit because I used to go to Kitchener once a week oh, yeah. to um, shoot with one of my friends. Oh, and true. He he trained me in um, like videography with how to use my camera and stuff and how to get gigs for videography. And now that I can't like go there and hang out with him, it's like my learning curve for my camera kind of like stagnated. It's like kind of stuck. Mm. where now i gotta like look up tutorials and look up like how to's and other videos on youtube if i want to like advance my skills whereas before i like i have like a master who's like showing me firsthand like do this movement with this shutter speed this aperture and like that way you learn so fast right so it has affected like parts of um me learning or getting better at my camera but for my videos like 90 percent is a shot in my bedroom yeah so it's it's Mm. just kind of just like whatever uh true say true say yeah i i I always wondered like because i know the quarantine for me personally like like it hasn't really changed too much i just like i just like the luxury of being able to work at home at this point (laughs) yeah that's true yeah you know you know what i do miss though going to restaurants and and just take just taking a fat <laughs> taking a yo, fat shit out of yo restaurant. did you tell did you tell Jay about, <laughs> yeah, about our Instagram yo, DM yeah I did, I told him yo <laughs> this guy showed me this guy showed oh me oh my god <laughs> I'm like yo this guy misses taking a fat dookie at restaurants yo me too bro. man bro I was dying that's my was favorite like, part I was like why did my autocorrect change talking shit. <laughs> taking shit like, taking shit it's just the same thing <laughs> yeah and I was bro like, what? then i was like i probably typed that like so often on my phone that it, now it's part of my autocorrect because my brother's always like yo call of duty cod and i'm always like nah taking a shit so it's like now my autocorrect knows i always say that right so it's like oh i miss Dude, going to restaurants and taking a shit <laughs> Best, bro, oh, I was man. actually crying oh. when you said that. But it's true though. It's true. Those are one of the best. <laughs> oh. oh, I was dying. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was freaking dying. Shit. Yeah. Holy I, I, shit. I, I'm saying after this is all done, we'll, we'll get some Korean barbecue. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Get some bubble tea or something. You know what I mean? Yo, chat time. Chat time. Yeah. Whatever, man. Whatever. Alley, I, just, I just. I just want to go out there with the boys. You know. 
Yeah, and take a huge Yeah, no, I missed that too. <laughs> we'll take huge like... shits together next to each other in the stall. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. next to oh. <laughs> next to each other, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> are are you are you guys the oh, are you guys the types to take like quick ones or a hot minute? Oh, I take a hot minute. Oh, my shit's chill. like a rocket, man. Like two seconds. <laughs> oh, <boom>. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know the handle that's like silver? That thing is like painted brown. Like oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. Do, you get, do you get splashbacks? Do you get splashbacks? I don't know, man. It's just like like an explosion and I'm done. It's like... <laughs> oh, you, yeah, you just take a shit and go, man. Because like, if I do. have to take a shit in public... <laughs> It's going to be a bad shit. Like, it's not going to be yeah. a good oh, shit, yeah. right? You know, it's yeah, going to be sure. like sure. like a shotgun, right? It's going to be like all over the yeah. place. It's <laughs> so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I can only... I, I only really like taking shit in the comfort of my own home, man. Oh, man. Doing it outside. Yeah, Honestly, I, I used to be like that. And then, like, at work when I'm in the office, like, I'd, I'd always take a shit at the office, man. Always. 100%. Nice. Oh getting paid <laughs> get paid to take a shit oh yeah. yeah exactly oh man yeah. but I, I don't have you ever told shit stories on this podcast yet no this is the, no, we're, the first we're, yes yeah, we're, we're losing our this sh- is the shitty first. virginity this is oh my days first yeah yeah oh my days first shit stories yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh there's there this one time uh you remember uh the debut that we went for tim yeah, yeah. for mel's thing yeah oh my gosh when we, we, we so we went to an all you can eat, and everyone was already outside waiting. <laughs> oh no! And I ate so much that time. Oh yeah. no! That's never then, a good start. And then the first the first thing that I texted my boy Omar, I was like, "Yo, my fucking ass cheeks <laughs> are splitting like <laughs> the Red Sea, <laughs> yo." <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, where the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm thinking shit, bro." <laughs> and everyone was just like, "Yo, what the fuck?" This guy's taking thirty minutes to take a shit. Yeah, it's the worst, man. It's cause like I can't, I can't do, I can't do uh, all you can eat. <laughs> I can't oh, do that. Man, that's rough. No, it's funny because <laughs> there was like there was probably like like fifteen to twenty of us just waiting outside like in the cars like we we're like yeah we we're like ready to go and then Jay, and Jay? then Justin comes out we're waiting the, for him. Yeah, yeah. Justin walks yeah. out the doors. Oh my! He God. walks out limping. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, like, I forgot to add that. And I was like, "What? Is, what happened to this guy?" <laughs> yeah, that's the worst, man. <laughs> oh my oh, god! That's peak, uh, peak! Oh my days! Content here. <laughs> yeah. I know. It doesn't. What's your worst shit story? It doesn't Tim? get better than this. Worst shit stories. Yeah. <laughs> What's your worst, Tim? You have one. Um, for Dookies, um. Honestly, okay, so it's not really like terrible, but like, so, um, I went, uh, I went camping one time, and it was, um, I think what I think they call it like interior camping, but it's not, you don't camp like inside a building, or whatever. What? I I don't know, I don't know. Somebody told me this shit. Anyways, interior camping. I don't know. It might be okay. wrong. It might be wrong. But basically, like, uh, Wait, is it? we 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 canoed out to an island, and we okay, yeah, we camped on the. I don't know why the fuck somebody told me it was interior camping. Anyways. Um, yeah, so so we canoed out to this island, like we portaged and stuff. Oh yeah, portage. Yeah, yeah, and then and then um, we got set up um, on this island and we camped for like uh, I don't know, like maybe like four days or something like that. 
and I was okay. So I was too scared to take a shit on this island because I didn't. I was like, <laughs> I was scared to dig up like a hole in the ground and then like, and then like, s- like you know, squat down to take a shit. I feel like a bug's gonna crawl up my asshole or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you got till dying, yo, man. Yo, trust. I don't know why, but I was so scared of that. Like, I didn't want something to like literally eat my ass. Just a snake biting your ass. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. terrible. So, so like, I literally, I literally tried my best to not take a shit throughout the whole thing, and I didn't. And then, yeah. and then, oh. yeah, and then, so I didn't take a shit for like four days. Like, I just held that bitch in, which was not good. Um. And then, um, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, it was terrible. Mm. And then we, after, like, uh, we finished and we packed our stuff up and we went back to where we parked our cars, which is basically, like, on the regular camping grounds where, like, regular people would camp, you know? Um, Yeah. And then, but, so there's washrooms there. And then I took a fat one, bro. Like, a (laughs) super (laughs) huge, I feel like I lost 20 pounds. Um, And and my ass was, like, bleeding. It was actually bleeding. (laughs) <laughs> the hemorrhoids bro man. yeah cause cause yo I was dry for four the days hemorrhoids. like nothing happened for four days oh my so god it was terrible <laughs> it was terrible but like oh, that sounds like a health risk yeah and then yeah, and I then I, I had I had another incident where after I ate some freaking um like like uh some Indian curry <laughs> oh that's and, not that's not yo good. I was having like cold sweats and all that stuff oh bro Oh my Bro, god. Bro, it's not. Have you guys ever had cold sweats? Have you ever something? have you guys ever had cold sweats while taking a duke? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh my duke? god. Yeah, dude, it's the It's wor- a pretty bad combination. And this was yeah. this was while I was in Sheridan. Like I was in the public restroom. <laughs> Just cold sweating <laughs> and I was dying, bro. I thought I was going to pass out, I swear. Yo, at school, did you have like a certain toilet that you go to for shits um yeah yeah no i just wouldn't go i i tried oh yeah it's public, public. It. but sometimes you gotta go man sometimes you gotta go sometimes sometimes yeah. you can't hold it man you ever see a guy like <laughs> fire one out into the urinal <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what wait you <laughs> wait, wait you witnessed this i saw that at humber once you witnessed it no way yeah, I, w- I went back to school one year. I went to Humber College. Okay. And I was like, I was in the washroom with my friend. We were just like washing our hands. And this dude like ran in. Stalls are all full. I think this was only two. He just like took t- pulled his pants down and fired it out into the air. Oh, oh my god. god. Dude, we ran the fuck out of there. Oh. Man. It was bad. I was god. dying. I was laughing so hard. Oh my <laughs> god. I feel so bad for the janitor that has to I know. clean it up. But I guess like oh if it's your your options are the urinal or your pants. Like I guess you yeah that's true yeah sure. facts. Like, do you just fill your pants and then just accept it? Like what are yeah. you supposed wait, to do? Wait, like, so like okay, so like he shat in the urinal. How did he wipe? <laughs> I don't know. I ran out. I was like, fuck this, yo. <laughs> Dude, it was it's better than up. the sink. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo Humber man, step it up. Come on. Yo. Yeah, that was a tried to go back to college and that was and, another and fail. And then and then uh Doik, Doik dropped out the day after that. So. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're like, okay, bye. Make it. Oh man. Don't wanna see you that. Got again. out of there. 
Oh, it's too. F- it was the same uh, same campus that Amy went to. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think so. She went to Humber, right? Yeah, she did. She did. In uh, Tobico. Wait, are there how many campuses are there? I think there's three. There's a couple, yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was three. There's a a north, south, and another one. Yeah, she went to the yeah the Tobico, I think. Yeah, the one that's like in I don't know, Tobico or Rexdale or by Woodbine. Ooh, Rex, the Rex. Yeah, that Rex. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, over there. It's definitely a Rex man that did that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. One hundred percent. Maybe it was maybe it was Nav. <laughs> Nav. He's from Rex. He's from Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Maybe it was him. You never know. Oh. That was his, oh, the start. Man. The origins. Oh man. Yeah, it was horrible. No. I was dying, man. I couldn't stay in there. Like, I wish I had like a cell phone. Would have like recorded it. <laughs> shit would have gone viral on world star that could have been your first yeah, youtube video yo world star first right YouTube there first video. youtube world video star. <laughs> world star <laughs> yo but yo but doesn't doesn't tina ha- she had like forty four thousand subs or something i swear uh yeah something like that Jeez. so she that's another advantage i have is like i have people around me who've been successful on youtube so i have like <clears throat> a lot of the people i can ask questions to and get mm-hmm. advice so it like helps a lot. Damn, that's yeah, that's pretty so, crazy. Yeah, so even though my channel is like kind of shit right now, like I have faith that in time it's gonna, you know, slowly grow because I'm doing all the right yeah. things. Or hopefully, consistency, I am. man, that's it. Stay consistent. Yeah, I know it's tough. Much. But like this week's video, I've been working on it for like I don't know how many hours, like four days straight, dying right now. Holy. Damn. Yeah. yeah, but hopefully it'll be good. It'll pay off, man. As long as you like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Because, like, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to talk about the self-improvement stuff again. But, like, one of the things that, yeah. like, really, really helped me is, like, visualization. Like, mm-hmm. I believed in that stuff for, like, so long. And it's helped me out. Like, I have journals where from, like, I don't know, 2014. And I would write in my journal, like, one day I will have 100,000 subscribers. Like, if I show that to you, like, you're going to laugh. You're gonna look like, what? You wrote this shit six years ago and you have, like, 250. But it's, like, every day I keep, like, reinforcing this idea in my mind of where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And then, like, usually it's, like, visualization in a good way, not, like, the investment banker, come join my Ponzi scheme and <laughs> we'll get rich in five years visualization. Not, like, that kind of yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. legitimate type of visualization. <clears throat> and what I usually do is, like, I'll ask someone like say for you guys for example like this podcast oh my days like yeah was there an an initial goal that you guys had when you created it like, did you have a goal when you created it, in, it like for the first episode well pretty much when the the way we kind of figured out how like why we wanted to do pause was because whenever we went out we went out for bubble tea or whatever we talk about like the most random shit but they were always interesting yeah yeah so yeah me and tim we would just talk about that like all the time whenever we met up and i'm like i feel like people would want to hear this right so i guess that's how we started but we didn't really have an initial goal right now we kind of just wanted to i guess put stuff out you know but then now like uh, um, we're starting to see like oh we should be consistent 
you know like we're slowly trying yeah, to that's huge and get there yeah right but we don't have like an end goal right now it's kind of just like oh we should do this we should get a guest on we should get another guest on we should do this weekly mm-hmm. yes so, schedule so like yeah. when, when we were first thinking like before we even started it um i uh, both jay and i we listen to like different podcasts and yeah. we find the conversations between two people like it's so simple right it's literally just a conversation between two or more people and it's something that you could actually pay attention to and like if the, mm-hmm. if yeah. the topics are interesting or if the people are interesting um you'd want to listen to it y- even though there's there might not even be a reason to listen to it sometimes it's yeah. informative sometimes it's not right um but either way like we felt like our conversations um sometimes they're insightful sometimes they're not but i feel like there might be people out there who would gravitate towards it as well so so that's why we started the podcast um and um initially we were like sort of uh consistent with it we posted like once a week and then like the past few weeks we sort of been like off with it where we posted like like we missed like a week a few times and then we recollected and we're like yo like we should we should actually like uh start taking the well i wouldn't say more seriously um but at least uh be more consistent with it um not only for ourselves but just like for the people who want to listen as well so it's not like oh like so fans aren't like oh they might not post this week like i want them to know that we're gonna post at least once every single Mm -hmm. week um so you know going to that and like being a creator uh being being a creator um doik do you think it's like important to have like a structured kind of routine as a creator or um or not because i know that i I know that sometimes you can't force yourself to be creative yeah right that's true but a routine can be good but the main reason why i bring up visualization is because i like to talk to a lot of people that are into entrepreneurial creative stuff right and i usually ask them this question about visualization because usually when i ask a question there's three answers usually they're doing the thing for fun they're doing it for a business or the third which is the worst answer is i don't know because if you're doing Mm -hmm. say this podcast for fun yeah then perfect you're enjoying what you're doing you know exactly what you're doing and you're having fun with it like that that's done the second is if you want it to be a business that's also good too because you now you have a goal in mind but if you're doing something because you don't know the analogy i like to use is that's like if someone is you know like flying a plane or steering a boat you're just like moving around without having a destination you're not really going anywhere right Right. and if you like really take visualization like seriously which is what i've been doing where you think of like where you want to be and then you put that thought in your mind and what it does is it gets you it gets your body to create the steps in order to get there and what i mean is like my goal of having a hundred thousand subscribers like sure okay that's like kind of like a joke i have 200 and something if I told that to someone, they'll probably laugh at me. Okay, that's fine. But what it does is, in my mind, and now I have multiple steps on how to get to 100,000 subscribers. Because it doesn't take one step to get there, right? It takes mm-hmm. multiple steps. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, if I want to get to 100,000, I got to get to 100 first. So I got to upload every week. I got to start working on my you know, audio. I got to start working on my talking. And by having like a, a clear vision in your mind of where you want to go, your brain kind of creates steps one, two, three, four, and like all the way up to step 50 or whatever. And so that way you have a clear path on what you need to do in order to get to your goal. So say for example, with this podcast, if you're just doing it for fun and you guys enjoy doing it, like 
perfect. But if you want to like grow it to a level where you want to, you know, pursue entrepreneurship or pursue some sort of creative endeavor, it's good to have a plan in place or have a goal in mind where you want to achieve because and it's going to be easy for you to figure out the steps you need to do in order to get there. So say, for example, you want to, you know, turn into a business. So you got to keep being consistent. So maybe next week, instead of recording one episode, you'll do two hours and then you'll break those podcasts into two so then you can have two weeks worth of work done so like you'll start doing these things automatically because you know exactly what you're working towards and so like if that's your like purpose of this podcast it's good to think like that because then it will find ways to improve your podcast without even you having to worry about it and it'll kind of just grow from there yeah like i think yeah i think like uh like when when me and jay started it was purely like um just for fun like just like for, for fun, fun. Yeah. it was literally like like we literally do not care if we get viewers or not you yeah. know what i mean um uh, but i feel like the more that we started creating um the more that we actually took into the importance of like how we want it structured um mm-hmm. and and we like literally every single week we find ways to improve the podcast a little bit whether yeah, it be whether bit, it be yeah. the the length of the podcast whether it be adding intro and outro music um, what kind of vibe we're trying to give so it's it, it became something it became like a little project of let's just put our voices out there to like we actually want our content to be good um and so i don't know it, right now it's like it's like um it's sort of like fun just like fun stuff but at the same time like we're putting a decent amount of thought and work into it where like i feel like we could turn it into actually something um but i don't know you have thoughts on that jay yeah, no, I, I feel like, like, um, since we're trying, especially since we're trying to get more constructive, constructive criticism from other people, you know? Yeah, that's uh, always good. That's, it's, I feel like that's pretty important because, like, I ask a lot of people that listen to our pods. Yeah, same. Like, how, how do you feel about this episode? How do you feel about that? You know, or like, did you listen to the last episode? And sometimes I don't even, I don't even ask them. They're like, oh yo, I heard your last up, but uh, I had a problem with this, this, and that, you know? And I'm like, I, I take it at face value, and I'm like, yeah, like, maybe we can improve on this and that. Like, um, how we kind of shorten our episodes, because a lot of people wanted it shorter. Oh, yeah, like the 45-minute yeah. length? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things... Are we that breaking that right now? Change. No, it's fine, though. With our shit yeah, stories. It is fine. <laughs> no, because, like, that's the thing, right? Like, like yeah we would like to like ideally well like for at least in the past recent weeks ideally we would want to have like 40 minute episodes but like we don't want to limit ourselves to 40 minutes because what if what if the content that we're having right now is actually really fun um and we want to keep going like we don't want to limit our content to 40 minutes if we feel like it's it should exceed that you know what i mean yeah you want to go with the flow yeah exactly yeah and so like that's that's the big thing about like um like being a creator it's like um, sometimes when you have like strict routines or, or something like that, um, like I feel like it, it could stress you out. Like let's say let's say um, mm. hey Jay, um, let's shoot on Thursday or whatever, and then on Thursday yeah. we both we just we're just not feeling it or like whatever. Um, like as a creator, it's like it's like damn, like am I are we just being lazy or um, or like I don't know like. 
I'm always scared of putting out content or recording a podcast where it's like we're, we don't have our full energy in it. You know what I mean? Full energy in it. Yeah, that's why. So it's it's, it's like it's hard. It's hard to mm-hmm. actually stick to like a routine or like a structure, which I thought, you know, like I, I, I kind of didn't want like a scheduled uh, record recording day record yeah recording yeah. day but once i we started doing it i'm like okay this isn't that bad yeah. like i feel like we could do better like this. like honestly even right. today like before we were recording this podcast jay hopped on he's like yo like i'm fucking i'm fucking tired as shit yeah i'm like tired and then after, <laughs> are you tired you right know, now yeah I'm like, I'm just, yeah <laughs> yeah but like freaking ran today but like yeah but like you're gucci you know what i mean yeah. But like that's the thing like but once 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 the once i press the record button i'm like oh, okay yeah i'm on now <laughs> <laughs> like i'm on now man does that happen to you doik where it's like like oh like i want to shoot on this specific day and then that day comes and then like you're not feeling it so do you force yourself to shoot or do you like reschedule like um sometimes i do like routine and structure is important but it doesn't have to be as rigid it could be more broad Mm -hmm. like for youtube Mm -hmm. a lot of people post every week and they put on their channel like new videos on wednesday or whatever right so you know every wednesday a video comes out and for me like i do so many things that's really tough so what i did was i kept a structure but i expanded it so what i do is i release three videos every month Mm -hmm. so instead of being limited to like oh it's the seventh day i gotta post but I'll be mm, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, it's been 11 days. I can post tomorrow. And then after that, I'll maybe I'll post in nine days. And then I have another 10 days for the third video. So I always try to get at least three. But you need to make sure that the goal you set is, like, reasonable. It can't just be like, okay, Tim, we're going to release a podcast that's two hours, two to three hours, like Joe Rogan, every single <laughs> oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how it's going to be. Like, mm-hmm. it, that's it's tough, right? You got to have like some give in the routine, but also you need some structure, but also it still needs to be enjoyable, right? Exactly. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if it is not enjoyable and you hate what you're doing, that's like the worst thing about being a creative. If you're a creative person and you're creating content because you're forced to, then that just kills the whole like benefit of doing it, right? Yeah, it's like why you're doing it, right? Yeah, exactly. Having fun. Yeah. And and so ba- I think balance is important, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I think balance is like the most important. That's why I wanted to actually bring up this topic about having um a structured like routine or, or like whether you, or not you thought it, it is good or not cuz I just want to have your opinion because I feel the same way where it's like I think it's good to have like I at least like a semi structured like like you said like at least 3 videos um in a month. Um yeah. but not limiting yourself too much in in when you need to do things um and and that's 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 like what i'm always scared of with like this podcast i'm like i don't want us to burn out from it or like or like we bo- we yeah, both we both we both don't want it to turn into like a job you know what i mean you yeah. want it to turn into something that um i don't know it just takes off uh takes our minds off of everything else and um it's just fun to make these things Mm-hmm. Um, like we don't want like the enjoyment of making pods to to, f- to like fade away. Yeah, yeah, fade away kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's like a good mm-hmm. thing to like be aware of. Because as soon as you don't enjoy doing it, man, it gets tough. If you have to like force yourself to record like a forty-five minute podcast, <laughs> and you're like yeah. not digging it, it's just like oh man, yeah, <laughs> it just feels forced. Yeah, right? it's just you know. Yeah, 
That's true. And, and you kind of like, notice is, it with the content. <clears throat> there's something to be said also about like having determination and having hard work and being motivated. Oh yeah, for sure. There's like, I feel like the whole creative process is kind of like a like when you know those pie graphs, there's like a circle and there's like different yeah. slices of pie. Yeah. I feel like the creative process is like four like different colors. It'll be like enjoyment, dedication, like motivation, like work. Like it's a bunch of different things. It's not just like one thing. I feel like yeah. you gotta like balance all the pieces of the pie out for it to like be successful. But like what I mean about the visualization stuff, it's also good if you guys think about like where you wanna go down the lines with the podcast. Because then, like, say if one day you just want to, like, keep it fun, <clears throat> then you can just go to bi-weekly posts or you can just maybe post two times in one week. You can just, like, do whatever you want if you just want it to be all about fun, right? Mm-hmm. But if, say, if you want it to grow to a certain level, then, you know, there is some things in terms of business sense that you need to look into or you need to, like, think about oh, yeah, for consider, sure. right? Yeah. And also, you don't want to, like, sacrifice the enjoyment of the podcast. But still, like, those pieces of the pie, you want to, like, have a well-balanced, like, pie graph in terms of what your end goal is for the creative process that you're pursuing, right? Because, like, I see I see creative people all the time, like, they'll make YouTube videos and they'll make, like, really, really good videos, like, really good. And they'll post for, mm-hmm. like, six months. So, you know, they've been posting twice a week for six months and they have, you know, like, a, a decent amount of videos up, like, 50 videos up but you get like 150 subscribers and like 2000 views and you get discouraged. Right. And then a lot of times that causes people to quit. And it's hard when you see people that can be really good or people that are really good or are really creative quit because they don't have the right mindset to visualize the goal and what's needed in order to get to that goal. Right. And like struggling and like having no one watch your videos or having no one listen to your podcast is like a huge part of the process. Right. Cause I know on my YouTube channel, I had like, seven views and six of them would be me refreshing oh yeah it's like a joke right it's mm-hmm. horrible like that's how it is in the beginning right and it's gonna be like that but as long as like you keep that balance and you keep it enjoyable and you have a clear goal in mind like sky's the limit man the podcast can like do big things yeah 100 percent. and i feel like that's like the that's like how social media like impacts our mindset as well right like if 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 yeah. you didn't constantly keep comparing yourselves to these other creators you wouldn't be in such a slump of like oh why did i only get 50 views why did i only get a thousand views whatever right um yeah but obviously there's the give and take right like watching those other youtubers is also what inspires you um to want to work harder but it also gives you it also takes a toll on yourself so um yeah there's like some give and take there because mm -hmm. you could look at a big youtuber like um, I don't know, someone random like Mr. Beast or PewDiePie is a perfect example. He could release a video with like the worst thumbnail. The title makes no sense. He has no keywords, no hashtags, like all the worst YouTube practices you could imagine. But because he's at a certain level, it doesn't really matter what he does. And the people that will release a video similar to that one and their, their video will be like 10 times better. But PewDiePie will get like millions of views compared to theirs, even though their video is better. Yeah. And they'll get like upset by comparison. Exactly. And that's like the one of the worst ways when you compare yourself to other people in your platform or in your niche or whatever, right? Like it's good to draw inspiration and it's good to, you know, like get challenges or get motivated from other people. But like when you can try to compare results, like, oh man, that part gets kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing too. Like everyone always compares themselves. Not even uh not just like to their 
I guess the people that inspire them, but also the people like beside them, right? Like their friends or family friends or whatever. Yeah. That's that's a big problem. Yeah, that part's rough too. Even like your friends and family that will like be like, whoa, why are you wasting your time making a podcast? It's like, it's so shit. Like you're going to have all these critics, right? I I feel the same, the same way. I'm just like, oh, you guys, man, (laughs) you're not helping. (laughs) It's like part of it though. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's good to think about like if you want to pursue that type of path down the line. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, it's definitely something that, um, you know, is, is, is always in the back of our minds for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, man, um, I think we, we talked for a pretty long time. It's been like, it, we're reaching the hour and a half mark right now. Yo, it's like two <laughs> podcasts right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just abruptly cut it in the middle and be like, ah, next episode. Ah, uh, yeah. The next episode. <laughs> 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 uh, it was fun, man. Except for all the shit yeah. stories, the podcast was pretty fire. Yeah, man. Th- thanks for thanks on, for man. hopping on, man. <laughs> I, I, inside on. Yeah, like I wanted you to hop on the podcast stories. for a long time too. So. Uh yeah. Hey, we'll do the we'll do the mushroom podcast when uh, social Wait, yeah. distancing goes away. <laughs> I'm yeah. down for that. Okay, let's go. Super I'm gonna take your that. word for that. We're gonna do it <laughs> super <laughs> down. For we'll book it part two in the future. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, that takes us to the end of the podcast, guys. Um, if you liked it, uh, make sure you give us uh, a rating on whatever platform you're using and uh, share it with your friends. Um, the Oh My Days podcast. And uh, Doik, do you have anything you, you'd want to plug before, uh, before we end it? No, I'm good. I'm pretty much, that's it. Just Derek Berzy on YouTube if you want to check out my filmmaking and documentary style stuff based on self-improvement and challenges. That's about it. All right. You heard it, folks. Right. So remember, he posts uh, three times a month, so you could look out for that. And, uh, and yeah, we'll catch you next episode. Peace. Peace. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Jay.